Imagine if you went from feeling fine every day to feeling amazing. How would your life be different? Everyone has the ability to feel amazing again and again. You just need the right tools to get there. If you're ready to feel amazing, stick around. Now, here's the host of the I'm Not Fine Show with functional nutrition coach, Lizzie Enns. Welcome everyone to the I'm Not Fine Show on the Inspired Choices Network. I am so, so excited that you guys are here today. This episode today is going to be amazing because we are talking about one of my favorite, all-time favorite topics, our gut health, our digestion, and man, do I have a load of information to share with you. But before we get into that, I want to share a couple things with you and how you can get a hold of me and what I got coming up. On June 5th, I have my next group coaching program launching, and I'm limiting this to 10 women. This group is called Stronger You, and what I do in this program is take you through a 12-week program of really getting to the root cause of your health issues, gut health as well, your hormones, your thyroid. We look at your diet, your nutrition, and your exercise. Really, It's really, really in-depth, but I limit it to 10 people because I want to be able to help you all individually in that. And I already got some people signed up, so spots are being taken already. But if this is something that you are interested in and you're like, man, I want to be a part of a community and I want to be a part of this so that I can feel better and get to the root of my health issues, please email me at lizzie at undietyourself.live or you can grab my calendar link in the show notes and you can book a consultation because I do consultations for anyone that is coming in and wants to see if that's a good fit for them. Second is I have my book, Escaping My Reflection, that is an autobiography of my life and where I grew up, what it was like growing up Amish, and how I now take some of the tools that I learned from where I grew up, and I bring that over into my life now, and I help people with those things too. And it's connected to our health, our emotional health, our mental health, all of those really important things that we need to apply into our life if you want to be successful. So grab a copy of that book at lizzieends.com. All right. So for today's show, we're going to be diving into our gut, our digestion. They're basically the same thing. But this beast is the driver behind the majority of our health issues. So if you have anything going on with your health, whether it's hypothyroidism, an autoimmune disease, or you have bloating, chronic inflammation, hormone imbalances, you're constipated, literally anything, even brain fog. And I'll get into that a little bit more. But if you have any of those things going on, I can bet you that it's time to take a look at your gut because over 70% of our diseases and illnesses and health problems stem from the gut. And why is that? Because the gut is our second brain. It is it's like the center of our body. But there's many different components to our digestive system. And I'm going to go through those a little bit to share with you, like, why it is so connected 
and why it is so important to take care of your gut and to, to make sure that you have a healthy gut. But if you have any of these issues going on, then that's where we need to start. And there are some really, really simple things that you can do in order to help your gut on a daily basis. But sometimes when we got things going on that are a little bit more difficult, like IBS or SIBO or endometriosis, when we got those things going on, it's not always as simple as a couple new things coming in and helping you to make sure that you are pooping every day. Because we talk about, we talk a lot about poop when we're talking about our digestive system and our gut health. And if you, let me just tell you this, if you're not pooping every day, we got a problem. And if you're not pooping well every day, we have a problem. Multiple times a day is healthy and you should be doing that. But when it comes to our gut and the health, the reason that this is so, so important to take care of is because of its connection to our nervous system, connection to our brain. And so think about this, your, your serotonin and your dopamine live in your gut. So your serotonin, like 95% of your serotonin, which is our happy hormone, that lives in our gut. Our dopamine, a huge percentage of our dopamine lives in our gut as well. Well, those are happy hormones, and that's a connection to our brain. So when you look at the skeletal system and if you look at the nervous system of the body and you're just looking at the connection between the gut and the brain, you can see how they're all connected and why it's so important. So if someone has really, really bad bloating, really, really bad digestive issues, the chances are really high that they have really bad brain fog as well. I mean, have you ever like gone days without going to the bathroom? Like you can't go poop and you're just like, oh man, like I just, I really just need to go poop. Like I, I'm eating what goes in must come out, but you can't, you're so constipated that you can like, actually I have a story to tell you. So six, 2016. I had a back surgery and it was the first time that I had ever gone into a hospital, the first time that I ever had any kind of surgery, the first time that I had anesthesia, morphine, painkillers, like muscle relaxers, and I needed all of it because I was in my first year of personal training and then I found out I needed to have back surgery because I had a benign cyst between L2 and L3, and it was just sitting there on my nerves, and it was debilitating because I was in nerve pain 24-7, and if you've ever had nerve pain, it is the most debilitating, annoying pain you can ever experience because it just sits there, and it, like, gnaws away at you, (laughs) and so it's just, like, gnawing and gnawing. There's not much you can do about it, so this was happening, so I had to go in and, and have surgery, and I had this surgery And my body was so foreign to these medications and to anesthesia that the doctors didn't know how I was going to respond to that. So when I woke up from my surgery, I just like start thrashing around because I was like, oh, my gosh, my body started freaking out. 
But long story short, when I finally got out of that and I got into my room in the hospital for recovery, I was supposed to be there for like a day. But my body reacted so horribly to the medications that I was on. I had to be on muscle relaxers because my back was so strong. So when they cut the muscles of my back, it just spasmed up. So I had to be on really strong muscle relaxers. Well, those muscle relaxers, they um, made my blood pressure drop so low that I couldn't sit up. And so they had to take me off the muscle relaxers and I um, ended up spasming for like 24 hours because they didn't know what they were able to give me. That's how like my body was like a virgin to these medications. It didn't know how to how to respond and react. So finally, like this nurse like pulls in with her cart and they're like, all right, we're going to shoot some turtle up your IV. So he, he shoots like turtle up my IV and within like five minutes, I'm sitting up. And the reason I'm telling you this is because when I got home from the hospital and I was in recovery, I didn't know what I know now, like how you should be taking care of your gut, how you, what the things are that you want to bring in to help take care of your digestion so that you can actually go to the bathroom. Because when you get on medications that are so, so strong, the chances are really high that you're going to get constipated. And I, it got so bad for me. I, I thought I was going to end up back in the hospital because I couldn't go to the bathroom. Well, had I known what I know now, I would have done some bone broth. I would have done mostly liquids and really stayed away from like the cupcakes that everybody was sending me. Like I got this like huge basket of like cupcakes and fruits and cookies and I was eating all that stuff, but it wasn't helping the problem. Well, when you go that long, the point I'm trying to tell you here is when you go that long without going to the bathroom and eliminating the things that you have been eating, you start getting really, really tired. You start getting really exhausted. And the brain fog, the brain fog is so crazy and so strong. But the minute that you are able to go to the bathroom and get relief and get all of that out of you, it's like a huge weight is lifted off of your brain. And here's why. If you have food sitting in your body for longer than what it should, which is like 24 hours, from the time that you eat that food, 24 hours later, that food should be eliminated. But if it sits there longer and longer, it starts to ferment in your colon. And that's why people get colon cancer. But when it sits there, what do you think has to happen with it? It's fermenting. And eventually it seeps out through your intestines and gets into your bloodstream. So now you have those toxins that are in your body because it, it doesn't have any other place to go. And so when you are actually finally able to go to the bathroom and eliminate, that's when that weight is lifted. And that's why you feel so free and the brain fog gets lifted because you're like getting rid of the toxins that were supposed to to be out you know the day before or the day before <laughs> and so um that's what happens when we're not able to go to the, the bathroom on a daily basis that's part of your digestive system and this is where a lot of issues come up so 
I talk to a lot of people all the time that are like, I cannot go to the bathroom every single day. And the first step that we're going to take when I know that that's happening is we're going to put things in place through diet and uh, potentially magnesium, because magnesium is one of those things that can really, really help you uh, relax. It helps with your nervous system. And that can help you relax and be able to go to the bathroom better. And we're going to we're going to talk about that a little bit more. But we talk we're going to talk quite a bit about poop (laughs) on this on this show today, because that really is so, so important. So I have a little bit more that I want to dive into that. But what I also want to share with you is that once you start putting the right tools in place for your gut to heal, and you start giving it what it needs on a daily basis, your gut lining can regenerate itself every three to five days. So typically when I start working with people and we start bringing in the right things for their gut to start healing, their bloating starts to go away within a few days, within a week, within a couple weeks, because we're giving the body what it needs. And they're now all of a sudden being able to go to the bathroom regularly. They're eliminating the way that they should. We're bringing balance back into the body and we're allowing uh, the gut lining to start regenerating and healing. Now, in more severe cases like SIBO or IBS, those kind of cases, it's obviously going to take longer for that gut lining to heal. And you're going to have to have more strict um, protocols to help it heal because you've got to give it time because there's a lot of damage that has been done to the gut lining. But in any case, if you're just really trying to get your bloating down and you don't have any of these extensive issues, then you can do a lot of really, really good things for your gut just by bringing in the right things to help with that. And we're going to talk about that later on. Um, But I want you to be aware that if you have that kind of bloating going on and you have digestive issues going on, it's not always as complicated as we think it is. And we're going to talk about that. So we're going to head to our first break here. Please don't go anywhere because we're going to dive into this even much deeper. We're going to talk about poop. We're going to talk about the entire digestive system, how it works and the things that are connected to it and why this is so important to to work on every single day. So don't go away. My name is Lizzie Jens on the I'm Not Fine show on the Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back. We often get used to just feeling fine instead of reaching to feel excellent or even good. Wellness is about feeling good, and that is a journey of continually coming back to what is nourishing and healing for us. Your body is functional and ever-changing, like a pendulum swinging. We must learn how to move with our bodies. Tuning into I'm Not Fine with functional nutrition coach Lizzie Enns will provide you with simple but effective tools that you can use right away so you can go from feeling just fine to feeling amazing. Listen for I'm Not Fine on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspire Choices Network has a global radio platform 
streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is I'm Not Fine with Lizzie Enns. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to lizzie at undietyourself.live. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. That's me, Lizzie Enns, on the Inspired Choices Network, I'm Not Fine show. And today we are talking about our digestion, our gut health, the biggest driver behind our health issues. And remember, we talked about this, like over 70% of our illnesses, our diseases, our inflammation, our issues of bloating, those start and stem from the gut. And our gut is our second brain. And so we want to really be very diligent in helping our gut heal and then keeping it healthy. And I'm going to show you how to do that. But before we even go into that, I want to talk a little bit about the different systems that are connected to our gut and what, what it is that we can do to help our whole digestive system stay healthy, get healthy, and some really basic things that you can do at home to help with that. So our digestion begins in our mouth. So when we start chewing, when we start salivating, have you ever like walked into, let's just say like a Dunkin' Donuts or somewhere where you smelt something really, really yummy and you started salivating? Like that's your, your, the chemical reactions in your brain and your body and responding to what it is that you're smelling because that's a sense, right? So you smell that and you're like, oh my gosh, I want to eat that. And you start salivating because you're smelling it. Well, when you start salivating, that's when digestion begins. That begins in our mouth. And that is why having a healthy mouth bacteria, taking care of our teeth, taking care of our mouth is so, so important and a huge piece of our entire digestive system, if not one of the most important parts. Because if you do not have a healthy mouth and healthy teeth, then it's a whole downstream effect to the rest of your body. So when we start salivating, that's when the digestion, digestion starts. But the next piece to that is chewing. So chewing our food. So if we're like eating really, really fast and we're not like really breaking down the food with the with the saliva in our mouth, we're not helping our body digest the food properly. And that's why sitting down in a calm place and chewing your food, making sure you're being thankful for your food and telling it what to do for your body and your health, that's really, really important. Food will do what you tell it to do. So if you sit down and you pay attention to how you're chewing. Now, I have a story to say about this. Where I grew up, I had 18 siblings. 
So every day, three times a day, we sit down at a 12, 15 foot table with everybody sitting around there. And we had we had enough food. But let's just say, for example, it's a nice summer day and we have fresh chicken. So we raised these chickens called fryers. And when they're like three to four months old, they're the best. They are the absolute best. That's when the chicken is the ten, the most tender and we would butcher them and then we would boil the chicken and then we would fry it in like butter and flour and just like fried really hard. So if you ever ask me like, are the Amish healthy? My answer is in, in general is not very um, there's a lot of things like that that they do. They fry a lot of things. They they have a lot of heavy, heavy things. But this is some of the best chicken that you will ever eat. Would I make it now? No, because I, I know that it's not necessarily great for my health, but it is delicious. If I were to go to my mom's house and she would make this fried chicken, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm eating a piece. I will totally eat a piece at my mom's house. But with that being said, so sitting around this table with with 18 siblings and you got fried chicken and everybody loves fried chicken. Man, I remember sitting there and like you get your first piece and you eat that piece as fast as you could so that you had a chance to go get that second piece. Well, that really like um, kind of programmed me into like, I got to eat fast if I want to make sure that I either get another piece or that I get enough to eat. So over the years, after learning these things about the digestive system and how important it is to chew, I literally had to train myself, Lizzie, you need to sit down, there's plenty of food, and you need to enjoy the food that you're eating, and you need to learn how to chew your food properly. And so I have to train myself. I, I still sometimes sit down and I remind myself, sit down and don't try to like scour down your food. Just enjoy your food, slow things down. And when you do that, you're allowing the body to digest your food better. Because if you're not chewing properly, it's really hard for your body to digest the food properly. It's downstream, there's downstream issues because the rest of your digestive system is going to have to work so much harder to digest the food. And you should never be exposing food that is not like fully digested. So if you are, it means you're not chewing your food properly. But let's go down this journey a little bit about how long food should really be in your system. Uh, I want to make sure that I, I bring this point across really well, because um, this is something that sometimes we're not aware of. So let's say you ate a piece of grilled chicken and some broccoli and some rice or potato. You're eating that, and in general, that's whole foods, and it's cooked really well. You sit down and you have that meal. That's probably going to go through your system and digest fairly easy. It's going to be the, in there anywhere from like 12 to 24 hours, just depending, but that's the average. That's the average that it'll probably be in your system. Now, let's say you go to a McDonald's drive through and you get a Big Mac, and you get some fries, and you get some soda. That's highly processed foods with a lot of fat and uh, oils that you don't necessarily want to put into your body. 
Um, if you sit down and you eat that meal, or let's say you're sitting in the car and you're driving, because that's pretty easy to do. You go through to the drive-through, you get that meal, and then you're eating while you're driving. You're not sitting in a relaxed environment. There's been studies that have shown that those types of food can be in your system anywhere from 48 to 72 hours before your body is able to get rid of them because it's so much harder for your body to digest those types of foods. So that's why when you're eating a lot of highly processed foods um, or you're eating on the go a lot, your body has a much harder time digesting it and you may experience more constipation issues or a sluggish system because your body's really having a hard time digesting it. So that's why you want to slow things down. That's why you want to chew because that's the, the chewing part is the first piece of it. And then it gets down into the stomach. And the stomach is a huge piece of breaking down your foods as well. But stomach acid has to be adequate. So a lot of people are under the impression that if you have uh, ulcer, not ulcers, if you have acid reflux and it's like burbing and it burns or you just have that like constant acid reflux and you go and you use like Tums or you, what's that, a Prilosec? Um, that people use in order to keep the heartburn like under control, which by the way, heartburn and acid reflux are like the same thing. So we're told by doctors that that means that we have too much stomach acid, but it's actually the opposite because our stomach has to have adequate amounts of stomach acid so that it can actually break down and digest. So if you look up a video of what a stomach looks like with adequate amounts of stomach acid as soon as something goes in there like it hits that stomach acid and it's like churning it's churning and digesting that's the job of the stomach acid so we when we don't have adequate amounts of stomach acid that's when the heartburn and all of that trouble can come in because we don't have adequate amounts of it and now the food that's in there is not getting digested the way that it should and it starts like causing those issues of coming back up. So when you're taking Prilosec, it, you're lowering, you're getting rid, like masking that like heartburn, you're masking the acid reflex, you're masking that burning, but it's just masking it, it's band-aiding it, and it's actually making the long-term problem worse because you're lowering your stomach acid. Because when you bring those things in, the stomach acid gets lowered. When your stomach acid is too low, that's when you may have issues with low iron levels or low B12 levels um, because stomach acid is responsible to grab on to the iron, to grab on to the protein, to grab on to the B12. So many times when I see someone that has low iron storage or, or low iron levels, or low B12 levels, uh, we're going to look at, okay, what's your stomach acid doing? And there's a really cool stomach acid test that you can do to see whether or not you may have low stomach acid. But that's the first step is, can do you have adequate amounts of stomach acid to digest and absorb and utilize 
the nutrients that are coming in. And then after that, we're going to go into like our small intestines. We're going to go into our large intestines, but I'm not going to go into the, to that just yet. What I do want to mention here, though, is I actually have an eight-week gut course where I go incredibly in-depth on all of these things. It's eight videos, and each video comes with homework, comes with a downloadable thing that you can download and um Practical things that you can do at home. It's not about going on a specific diet or anything like that. It's about these are practical things that you can put into place and you can work on every single day. That gut course, you can just do it at your own pace. You can do it whenever you want, but you have lifetime access to it. That is something that I would highly recommend grabbing and learning about all of these things much more in depth because there's so much that you can do on your own with that. So if this is something that you are like, yes, I want to dive into that. I want to learn these things. And you want to be able to go at your own pace and apply these tools and things at your own pace. I would highly recommend that you go grab that. You can email me for that, or we, we can make sure that we put that link for the course in the show notes. So you can just go into the show notes and grab those. So when we come back, we're going to continue to dive in more into the digestive system and how things are all connected and what you can continue to do as well. So before you go anywhere, I want you to just sit here and listen in, tune in and get excited for some more information coming up. Don't go anywhere. I'm Lizzie Yens on the I'm Not Fine show on Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back. We often get used to just feeling fine instead of reaching to feel excellent or even good. Wellness is about feeling good, and that is a journey of continually coming back to what is nourishing and healing for us. Your body is functional and ever-changing, like a pendulum swinging. We must learn how to move with our bodies. Tuning into I'm Not Fine with functional nutrition coach Lizzie Enns will provide you with simple but effective tools that you can use right away so you can go from feeling just fine to feeling amazing. Listen for I'm Not Fine on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is I'm Not Fine with Lizzie Enns. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to lizzie at undietyourself.live. Now back to the program. 
Welcome back, everyone, to the I'm Not Fine show. I'm Lizzie Enns on the Inspired Choices Network. And today we are talking about our digestive system and how it is the biggest driver behind our health issues and how we need to be taking care of that. Before I go into that, I want to remind you to go to your app store and download the app Inspired Choices Network, because that is where you can access all the different shows, but specifically mine. I want you to download mine and I want you to go in there and give a review on the show and what what your thoughts are on it and what some things are that you want to hear. You can also find it on the Apple uh, podcast, Spotify Lots of different shows. We're, we're going to be on over three to four hundred shows. I don't even know the number anymore, but we're going to be on on many, many different platforms. And I want you to go in there and find your favorite one and listen in and leave me a review. Let me know what your thoughts are. And I'm going to be live here every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, which is 1, 1 p.m., not 1 a.m., 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can join us live every week and, and come join us in the chat room, ask questions in the chat room. So please come and hang out and let's have some fun. So now let's get back to the show and continue talking about one of my favorite things to talk about, which is our digestive system and how it's connected to everything. Before we went to break, I was talking about stomach acid and how important it is to have adequate amounts of stomach acid and how low stomach acid can lead to iron deficiency, B12 deficiency. And really also, it's really hard to break down protein properly when you don't have adequate amounts of stomach acid because protein, unlike fats and carbs, fats and carbs start uh, being digested with your saliva when you're chewing. Protein is the only one that doesn't start getting digested until it hits the stomach acid because it's a much harder food to digest. So when you're eating meat and it's protein, you're eating that big fat steak, that protein is not gonna start getting digested until it hits that stomach acid, which is why it's important to make sure that we have good amounts of stomach acid so that we can digest and grab on to those nutrients that we need. Sometimes our digestive system actually prevents us from grabbing on to the nutrients that we're giving our body. I remember going through a phase of feeling like I was malnourished. I was at my smallest I had ever been. I was, you know, nine months to a year postpartum. I wasn't trying. I wasn't trying to be smaller. I wasn't trying to lose weight. I was also breastfeeding. And for some people, like some women, like when they're breastfeeding, they the, the weight just like comes off. But for me, it was different. Like I was eating so healthy and yet I was really, really tired and I was like really lean without trying it just kind of happened and I remember having a conversation with someone and I was like I really think I'm malnourished I don't think my body is is absorbing the nutrients that it, I'm giving it because I'm eating so well but I didn't feel well and it kind of showed in my body and so I ended up doing some testing and I had about a hundred different food sensitivities and I had really high candida levels. And that's when I found out I had Hashimoto's. And I was like, man, 
I really am not digesting and absorbing the foods that that I need to. So I had to go on a really intense gut health healing protocol for a few months to get that stuff back and get my body to be able to digest and absorb, which brings me to this. If you're having any of these kinds of issues, if you have food sensitivities and, you know, like a hundred different ones like I did, don't believe that you can't get those foods back. Don't believe that you can't get your body back to functioning the way that it needs to, the way that it should, utilizing and digesting and absorbing the nutrients that you're giving it. Don't believe that. You can. It just takes the right steps. And sometimes you need some supplements to help you with that and the right types of foods to bring in to help your body heal. So you can absolutely do that. All right. So moving on from the stomach acid, we're going to talk a little bit about the small intestine, intestines and the large intestines. We already talked about the large intestines a little bit, but I'm, I'm going to bring in a few more things there. Um, with the small intestines, it's really, really important to know like enzymes are huge here. So we also need adequate amounts of digestive enzymes in our body. And there's actually a lot of foods that have natural enzymes in them. Papaya, pineapple, sauerkraut. Those types of foods have natural enzymes in them. And there's there's more as well. But if we are low in enzymes or the right types of enzymes, it's really hard for our body to digest the foods properly. So it's going to hit the small intestines. And if you don't have enough of those things going on and your small intestines are not in a healthy place, it's really hard for them to do the job that they need to do, which is digest and absorb foods and give it out to our body, our lovely body, giving it what it needs. And sometimes that that the small intestines need some help. Like something like um, if you're if you're. Um, Line gut lining is inflamed and it's damaged. Something as simple as like an L-glutamine can help your gut lining heal within days. Just bringing that in, you're going to start giving the the um, intestines and the gut lining what it needs and it'll start healing. And you'll notice a difference in that. Obviously, in uh, times of like more extreme issues, like I mentioned, like IBS, SIBO and those types of things, um, it's going to take more time. But and you may need some other things to bring in to help. And you might need to be a little bit more picky about what types of foods you're having because your reactions are going to be stronger. So it can take time, but it, it just depends on the extent of the damage that has been done but it's not impossible. After these small intestines, now we're gonna be talking a little bit more about the large intestines. And in my gut course that I mentioned earlier, one of the first things that I teach you, the very first video, the very first week or lesson that I teach you about is the entire digestive system and how it's broken up, but the importance of pooping. So in that first episode, in that first video, the homework that I give you in there is literally a poop chart. And you track and you keep you keep track and record of like how your 
actually pooping on a daily basis, whether or not you are, and what that looks like. You can tell a lot about your digestive system by tuning into what kind of poop you have. Is it always runny? Is it always uh, yellowish? Which if it is, and it's kind of like, this sounds really gross, but we're just going to go for it. Slimy, like we're going to be looking at some chronic inflammation of the gut. If it is always pebbly and constipated, there's a very high chance that you are dehydrated and that there may be a protein issue that you're not digesting the foods properly or you're not having enough fiber. Or there's also in some cases, if you bring fiber in and it's too much fiber at one time, that can also constipate you if you're not having enough water along with it. I've seen that. And I've seen that in myself. So it just really, really depends. And that's why it's so important to have some, if you're having these kinds of issues, it's important to have a professional come in and help guide you and teach you and show you what the proper steps are to take, because that makes all the difference, makes all the difference if you know and understand the proper steps and protocols to take. So that you don't end up worse than better. But within that, what you really, what I teach you in that poop chart is what you really want to look for is a really good once or twice poop that looks like a log, literally looks like a log. It's a nice cleanup and you feel like you got cleaned out when you got rid of the food that you ate the day before. That's what you want to be looking for. And if you're not doing that every day or a couple times a day, then there's probably some things going on that are causing you these issues, whether that is just that your gut lining needs some help and you need to work on bringing in the right foods to help your gut lining heal, your digestive system, like all of that. Or if you have a more chronic thing going on that is potentially IBS or SIBO, and there's tests that you can do to look at that. Absolutely. There's a GI map test that you can do and it will it will check your your poop to see whether or not you have specific bacteria going on that needs to be killed down, whether you have high candida levels. Um, there's all of those different things that you can do, but I don't like to go that route until we've actually looked at your diet and brought things in and done some things that we know that we can do to help the body. And before you go and do a whole bunch of testing and spend thousands of dollars on those types of tests, first, let's go back to the foundation. Let's go back to the basics of the things that I talk about all the time, what your foundation is, what does your food look like? What's your water? What's your sleep? And what's your exercise? Did you know that you can get constipated just by not exercising? Because exercising brings movement into the body. So if you're not exercising at all, even if it's walking daily, I've had people come to me and they, they, their first order of exercise for the first month is a 30 minute or more walk every single day. And just by bringing that in, it helped their digestive system. They were able to go poop every single day. And it's like movement helps move things through your body. Do not underestimate 
how much movement helps move things through the body, helps get rid of inflammation, helps get rid of that food that you were eating, helps, you know, your blood flow, your oxygen, because you need blood flow and oxygen in the body to help move things along as well. So don't ever underestimate what exercise does for your digestive system. Water. Most people are not drinking enough water. Again, we're going back to the basics, right? What I talk about, water, sleep, movement, and your food. And so when we look at the food, when it comes to supporting your digestive system, we want to see fiber. We want to see fiber on your plates. You're going to get your fibers from your fruits and your vegetables and your grains and your legumes, whole foods. I, I had a client that one time we were really working really hard on getting her fiber up. And you know what the most important thing is that she told me? She goes, I understand now that if I want to get my minimum requirement of fiber each day, which is 25 grams, I have to eat whole foods. I'm like, mm -hmm. that's exactly where it's at. So back in the day, we didn't have to push and say, hey, eat lots of fiber because they just naturally ate lots of fiber. They naturally ate the fruits and the vegetables and the legumes and the plants and the and all and the grains, all of the, that was just natural for them. So make sure that you're focusing in on that as well. So we're about to go into our last break. But before you go anywhere, I want you to just stay here because when I come back, I'm going to give you some more tools and like actual foods that you can bring in on a daily basis to support your gut. And some of those things that are really, really important, but they're simple, very, very simple. So don't go anywhere. We're going to come right back and dive in and end the show with those specific things. I'm Lizzie Yance on the I'm Not Fine show on the Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back. We often get used to just feeling fine instead of reaching to feel excellent or even good. Wellness is about feeling good. And that is a journey of continually coming back to what is nourishing and healing for us. Your body is functional and ever-changing, like a pendulum swinging. We must learn how to move with our bodies. Tuning into I'm Not Fine with functional nutrition coach Lizzie Enns will provide you with simple but effective tools that you can use right away. So you can go from feeling just fine to feeling amazing. Listen for I'm Not Fine on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is I'm Not Fine with Lizzie Enns. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Lizzie at UndietYourself.live. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. We are on the last part of the show today on the Inspired Choices Network with my show, I'm Not Fine, and we are talking about the digestive system. But I want to remind you that I have a group coaching program, Stronger You, launching on June 5th. And this is something that is so, so amazing. Because I bring in 10 people, 10 women, limited to 10 women, 
And these are the things that we go through. We talk about nutrition. I teach you about that and get you really to a place where you feel strong and equipped to understand your body and wellness and how to swing with it and what to fuel and nourish your body with. And we look at your hormones, your thyroid and your gut. So I help you with all of those things. So if this is something that you are feeling like, hey, I need some help with that. And I want to be in a community because strength in numbers, then email me at lizzie at undietyourself.live or you can grab the booking link to my calendar and book a consultation with me and we can see if it is a good fit for you and whether or not you want to jump in and do that. Next week on the show, we're going to go, we're going to talk about the basics of nutrition, one-on-one nutrition for better health. So I'm going to be walking you through on how simple it can be, what the big things you want to be focusing on. So come back next week. I go live here every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific time. Pacific time. I can't say that right. And then and 1 p.m. Eastern time. Don't forget to download the app on the Inspired Choices Network. You're going to go to your app store, download the app, and then grab my show in there, leave a review, and come join us live in the chat room and ask questions because I will answer them live if you are in here asking questions. Okay, let's finish this show out strong today by me giving you some really, really good tools and tactics that you can bring in on a daily basis. First one I'm going to tell you, we already talked about water, we talked about movement, and then we talked about fiber. But now let's talk about some other things that you can bring in and support your gut every single day. First one I'm going to tell you is probiotics. You need probiotics in your life on a daily basis if you want a good, healthy gut bacteria. It's really, really vital. And with the stressors in life, And the things that are around us and the food that we eat, it's even more vital that we make sure that that's important and that we support it with that. But before I even tell you, like, go get some fancy, expensive probiotic, which sometimes is important, there's so many things that you can do food-wise. I'm going to tell you a few. If you like sauerkraut, you can eat sauerkraut and it will support your gut in a way that you may have never experienced before. I had this lady message me because I did this video on Instagram one time and I'm talking about like how you can eat like one to two tablespoons of sauerkraut before each meal and it'll prep your digestive system. It's also an enzyme and it's considered a prebiotic. Prebiotics are really, really important as well, but it preps your digestive system to help you digest your foods better. She messages me on Instagram and she goes, Lizzie, I started doing that. And she's like, I've never pooped this well in my entire life. Just by adding in the sauerkraut daily. Now, if you don't like to eat sauerkraut straight up, one of my secret uh, tips here is I make a protein smoothie and I put in, you know, my protein, my fruit, my vegetables, my chia seeds for fiber and a little bit more protein. And then I put in a tablespoon or two of sauerkraut and guess what most people are like "Ew, why would you put sauerkraut in a smoothie and I'm like don't worry you won't taste it you really don't taste it I do this for my son he has no clue would he ever eat sauerkraut out of the jar like I do no but 
he gets sauerkraut, those probiotics, in the smoothie. And he doesn't even know. So you can hide it in there. Apple cider vinegar is really, really good because, remember, it's fermented. So that's a really, really good probiotic. Um, kefir. Kefir is a really, really good probiotic. So you can drink kefir every day if you want to. Yogurt is fermented. So think about your fermented foods. Kimchi. You could do kimchi because that's spicy. So if you like spice, you can bring in kimchi. That's a probiotic as well. So you can bring foods in. We always want to think about what can we bring in food-wise to help our digestive system, to help with probiotics, to help all of those things. The other thing that you can, that apple cider vinegar is good for is if you suspect that you have low stomach acid, you can take apple cider vinegar, like a tablespoon of apple cider vinegar in a little bit of water, right, like five minutes or so before you eat a meal. And it will go in and create a little bit more stomach acid and help you be able to digest your food a little bit better. So for some people, they don't want to go to route of bringing in like a HCL supplement. They're like, no, I just want to do the apple cider vinegar. And it totally makes a difference. It can make a huge difference. Um, another thing that's really, really healing for your gut is aloe vera. So you can go buy like a big jar of organic aloe vera uh, juice and you can drink one of those a day. And it can be extremely healing for your gut lining. Like I mentioned earlier, L-glutamine, really, really good to help heal your gut. Think about your enzymes, your papaya, your pineapple, those types of things that are rich in enzymes. And if you don't know what those foods are, if you don't know what enzymes are, if you don't know what prebiotics or probiotics are, you can simply do a quick Google search. And it will give you an entire list of what those foods are. And then you can plan and go, okay, here's, I don't like this one, but I do like this. And you can bring it in to your diet. But most people, like even for myself, even though I eat probiotic rich foods, I want to keep my, my gut, my gut flora as healthy as I possibly can. So I will take a probiotic supplement almost daily. Occasionally, I'll take like a week or two off, but almost daily, I will take a probiotic supplement. And so most people need that, especially if you're traveling and all that. So those are my tips. We are at the end of the show today. I really want you to take to heart what I gave you and want you to start putting those things into practice. And we'll be back next week on Not Funny Book. Thank you for listening to the I'm Not Fine Show. Lizzie Ends returns Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, have the best week of your life by making choices that take you from feeling fine to feeling amazing.